Oh my I, God, you must fucking swallow that thing. It looked like a, a dog trying to fuck a football, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Kenneth. It's the unofficial, unexpected, and unfiltered Canadian motocross race review featuring Ryan the Newf Lockhart and Ryan Gold with your host, Ken Ken. Woo! Welcome, everybody, to the Canadian Motocross Unfiltered Podcast. Uh, my name is Ken, and as usual, we have the Canadian motocross personalities that everyone knows and loves, Newf and Goldie. Uh, this is an off week, uh, going to be kind of just a shoot-the-shit kind of podcast. I probably won't have much to offer, but uh, so, Goldie, how's things going out there getting ready for the Transcan? Uh, well, both myself and my, my good friend Ryan are about, oh, I don't know, 25 yards away, sitting in another field. Hey, let's go to another fucking field, everybody. <laughs> um, I decided to come last night, so this will be another full seven days for me in a field. Um, but uh, actually, you know what? Everything's looking really good. The crew, Barry, and the track crew, Barry, Jamie, Griff, Mitch, um, uh, Caden, and the crew there are doing a good, Mel and Brett, and, and the office staff, Charlie and Sarah, and it, it's it looks great the grass looks beautifully green the pits look beautiful the track is is backwards i guess we can kind of get into that right away that's sort of like a big news it's been since 1998 since we've gone in the opposite direction um so that's it's gotta it looks really cool right now i'm just i'm interested to see when bikes hit it um i know tanner ward was able to kind of cut his teeth uh last week to kind of you know get get a, a bit of a viewpoint or an opinion and uh after it was the day actually we did the podcast uh, he wrote it that afternoon and he said that uh, it flows really good. He was like pretty excited. Mm. So, um, and you, if you look at it right now, like me and you for just out doing some stuff for uh, setting up scoring trailer and stuff like that, we'll get into new manual labor. Expertise. Yeah, I work for ammo now, Ken. I work for <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. The amount of annual labor he put in there right now is probably matched his life total uh, for the hour that he gave me a hand. So it was pretty, uh, pretty good to see him, man. He'll be, so, he's, he's like a regular human again. So when Brett or when, when Brett and Mel did the video, um like the instagram live thing about the big announcement i said i love it good job he goes thank you gonna be good i said also though 98 was reversed no question that i put no question mark he goes no only daybell tower and natural it was a hybrid and i'm just reading this as brett wrote it and the natural swung from what is now the infield Whatever swong means, I don't, I don't even know if that's a word. This has elements of 98 and early 90s. Start 100% new. Those were the messages that I got. Because we did, Galdi and I were talking, we did run it, but obviously the layout was different back in 98. But um, I guess the biggest change, besides it being reversed, is the start, right, Galdi? Uh, well, yeah, the start is uh, completely different. If you, if, if you remember New 98, that was first year pro for you. Uh, I don't you remember the start. What year? Where, so where the was start it? was in the middle. It actually is kind of where it is now, but more towards where on the opposite side of the tunnel. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like okay, uh, yeah, where yeah. the grass yep. sort of area is now. We started there and we went straight out towards where the, the, the sweeping turn is now before the rollers. Yep, and it totally. did like a little chicane and went right left. And yep. then we dropped down um into like a step down sort of thing and then started going left right and, mm -hmm. and winding away now 
in a sense, Brett makes a little bit of a sense of it because the way that it connected on it, um, but the natural and the, and the step down, the Dave Bell step down was they were backwards and the, where the start side of the track is now, that was completely backwards. But some of the stuff on the original side of the track where I gave you the finger back in 1996, that made up story that you told everybody on all over the globe on pulp and here, um, the, uh, uh, that was the same, same direction. It was, it was about three quarters, I guess it was, it wasn't full backwards the way that it wound and around and stuff like that. But, um, do you remember in 98, you remember in 98, how fucking big the Daybell step up was not the step down, but the step up. And it had a a huge kicker in it. Major kicker, man. Just like over the bars. St- yeah. I did it during the week. Uh, yeah. I wrote youth class. Um, did and you? I did it in like practice. I wrote youth class. Yeah. Simon yeah. Holman's protested me. Um, and you, because I wrote a one twenty. I wrote a one twenty five and a two fifty. Like I rode both my bikes. So um. he protested me and I had to start my bike. I had to start backwards in one of the motos and uh, was able to still win. I won the title. Um, actually, I don't know if I did win the title. Actually, I think I missed the last moment. But anyway, um, but uh, yeah, that I was there always. So you had there. you had problems with uh, Walton Authority in '98 and '99, if I'm correct. Uh, well, in '99, it was more of an off track <laughs> thing that went on where um, I got I got escorted out by security. It was the highlight for me because it was when you came to the track and hung out, did nothing but chase tail. Yeah, well, chasing whoever had a sister that was anywhere between. 16 and 20, it was on. How you doing? My name's Ryan Gold, number five. What's up? Number five. Like my trailer? Oh, yeah. Look at this thing. Hey. I think the biggest thing, though, uh, before we get into the sponsor rates here, what I love, and I was an advocate of this last year and some stuff that I heard, and Galdi's obviously, I, I always express my concerns to Galdi and stuff, but people were coming up to me in BC going, man, we're driving 50 hours to the Transcan, and it's just a, another local track for these Ontario guys, right? Because obviously it's dominated by Ontario riders. I mean, it's in their backyard. Uh, Galdi has ammo races there. Um, there's TVR races. It's open for practice, blah, blah, blah. And guys were struggling to justify the 50-hour drive to come out here and, and, and race. So yeah. it's an even playing field this year. Obviously, they did cut down. Like, there's been no practices this nope. year here, eh, Galdi? Like, they clipped nope. all that? There's been no one that has ridden, um... Oh, you mean, like, the open practices and stuff? Yeah, like, just yeah, on the track way in less. general. Yeah, way less. Way yeah. less this year. Yeah. Way less. And then there's not... Only Tanner Ward has done just some, literally 15 minutes. He rode yeah. around it just to kind of make sure everything felt good. Yeah, and they, which is know, fine, yeah. Distance yeah. and corners and like that. But no other amateur racer has touched this track and will not touch it till 8 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Yeah, and I think that's awesome. Well, I mean that that kind of you know puts to puts to bed that stuff, and, I, and that I think that has merit. What what the BCs or the Albertas that, that has merit for sure, right? The yep. objective of this whole Walton Transcan was to mirror Loretta's. If you read any of the posts um, over the last week or so, there was a post talking about how Chris and Brett Lee went to Loretta's in 1991 or 1990, and they came back and like Canada needs this thing. It was literally the same thing. Yeah, not a long out of practice. Uh, the track is is different from any anything. Like the track is always different to the national compared to say like an ammo race. Like not a lot, but yeah. it is different. But this year there is not one single person in any province that has touched the dirt uh, for racing uh, until eight a.m. on Wednesday. So this one, this one here is like this is the true national championship 
so yeah, if you're from BC or Ontario or Quebec or wherever it is across this country, there's been nobody that has touched this track um, for the whole time. So if you win a championship this week, there's a little bit more of a, a tip to the cap. Yeah. Everybody's brand new. It is a level playing field, just like Loretta's every year. Um, so there is a little bit of a, the, the, the 2023 champion, whatever class it is, is the truest of champions that have ever cut their teeth here at this race. Yeah, quick learning of the track, like, you know what I mean? That's, uh, yeah, I agree. 100%. You get 40 minutes. You got 40 minutes to figure it out, yeah. right? Two 20 yeah. minute sessions. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, cool. yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, this year's got that sort of uniqueness to it. And, and it's uh, the biggest turnout ever, 844 entries. Um, it's literally the biggest turnout they've ever had since uh, last year and then way back to like 2011 or 12. Um, so, the biggest, the biggest turnout. And if everybody did show, it's literally Wait, hold like on. a thousand. It's the biggest turnout since when? You said last year to 2012. Yes, last year was the was the biggest. The one oh, before okay, that was like okay, 2012. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Last year was just over 800. This year it's 844, and there'll yeah. be probably a few last-minute vet guys or pro guys that yeah. sign up um, with the changes and stuff like that. So, um, And if you do the math on it, 26 classes, I think it comes to 1,092 entries. But you take away two classes, Tyke and Stasek, so yeah. that makes it a thousand. Uh, oh, and then uh, your thirty, uh, or sorry, your thirty C's and your plus fifties and your forty A's are only twenty bikes, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Or half gates or whatever like that. So, um, anyway, to sum it all up, boys. Good turnout. Um, yeah, good turnout. Great turnout, and whoever wins this year is literally the uh, the truest of true champions <laughs> in the history of the Walton Trans Can. It's crazy though. Like we just going back rewinding in time here to what you just did at ECAN with basically 790 entries or whatever it was, 95 or yeah, 795. Yeah. 795. Like, like, wouldn't you think that this would max out? You know what I mean? Like if we can get 795 at ECAN, why can't we get a thousand here or, or 990 or whatever it is in your 250 junior and your youth and your open uh, your super many are there. limited, yeah. right? Okay. There's your Fair extra enough. 25 to 30 bikes in youth. I had, we had uh, 69 entries. Yeah. Okay. Right. Fair enough. For we can, like, there's no limit at ECAN where there is a limit here. And then the big ones where we lose new for all our classes, right? The yeah, I was just gonna ask. I was like, "Where do we?" That's lose? where the small ones are. That's where. Yeah, the small where do we ones. lose Literally, that transcan? Yeah. Every major class. Yeah. Your fifties, sixties, eighties, super mini, junior, schoolboys, ladies, all those ones—they're like full. thirty-eight and up. Yeah. Okay. Right, and and some are full. There's like eight classes full this year. So, um, but it's your it's the it's the vet ones that uh, that don't drink the Kool Aid. They don't, you know, well, people don't. Hey, Ken, Ken, I got breaking up. news. I got breaking news for the pod. What's that? <laughs> Guess who's not riding 40A this year? Goldie? Uh, there's a yeah. <laughs> well, Ken, you really went deep on taking out that answer. <laughs> he didn't even bring his motorcycle. Oh wow. How come? Uh, Too busy? I'll sum it up the I'll sum it up the easy way. I get paid really good money to do a job this week. My kid will be doing two classes where last year he only did one class and I did the other class. And I don't feel it's fair if I take too much advantage of my own personal uh pats on the back. And I just don't want to fucking ride. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm not into it, but I, I'm I'm putting my job a little bit ahead of my yeah. my yeah, my selflessness. Selfless Fair enough. Your wife's giving me the finger because I just flashed my lights at Randy to get me a beer, <laughs> and she's giving me the finger. <laughs> flash again. Say flash three times for rum and coke. Three yeah. times for rum and coke. 
All right, uh, big shout out as always, KTM Canada, Husqvarna Canada, and Gas Gas Canada, who are three of the biggest supporters of the Transcan as well. They're doing the state, the Stasic, and the Tyke thing. They've got a, a mechanic uh, deal for the kids on, I think it's Friday. They've got a Stasic track walk or a, a Stasic rig tour. Um, I, I hope their KTM, um, the KTM group, Husqvarna and Gas Gas Canada, are doing so much here at this event. It's pretty cool to see. Um, how much they jump on board and they jump on board with us. They support pretty much everything that is motocross in Canada. And they've picked a few extras uh, and Canadian motocross unfiltered is one of them. So appreciate that. Uh, Bristol coach. Make sure you follow them on Instagram and YouTube at bristolcoachworks.com and uh, support those guys, man. They uh, refurbishments, paint shop, fixing all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, the, the GDR lounge, the Mab sprinter, uh, the old Huber Sprinter that we used to party in, super great people over there. So hit them up on Instagram or uh, YouTube at Bristol Coachworks. Race Tech Suspension, everything that Race Tech made, makes is 100% made in the USA. Charlie Johnson Race Suspension is the one that opened the door. So we really appreciate Charlie Johnson. John Stin, right, Noof? John Stin. Yeah. John Stin. John Stin. I, I, I say it fast. Um, I really appreciate Charlie opening that door to get checkers on board. And of course, AGR uh, Suspension here in Ontario. Uh, the G is it GT Dunoof and BC? Sorry, no. Um, oh, I'll be okay. honest GRT, with you. I don't, GRT. You said that GRT suspensions out of Quebec. I thought that too, and it says British Columbia in the ring. No right, checkers. Checkers doesn't know his, checkers doesn't know his. Oh, he doesn't know his Canadian promises. Eh? Well, I don't think that's on the. Uh, no. I, um, you uh, said that last them. week, and I'm like, GRT. Dude, when I first looked at it, I said the same thing. I'm like, GRT. I go, Dylan used to get GRT suspension. That's yeah. No. Anyway, hey, you want to get some good race tech stuff? Hit myself, Noof up, Ken Ken through our DMs, Twitters, or website, and we can get you directed to the great guys. Charlie Johnson is the one that opens. Charlie Johnson is the one that opens the door. So we appreciate that very much. And uh, callousmoto.com. Use that code CMXU at checkout and uh, save yourself twenty percent. Um, and man, they got some great stuff. I just saw their, it's like 23.5 line coming out. They post it on their Instagram. It's super yeah, cool to see. Good. And, uh, yeah, really cool stuff. And, uh, the next little thing we're going to get into is some Loretta's talk and there was some callous moto gear down there doing pretty well. Amy was waiting at your window there. I don't know. I don't know. She's just annoying. She wants your cup is what she, she knows. Yeah. Well, I don't want to open the door. I don't want to ruin the buzz. <laughs> okay. I guess hop into some Loretta's talk. I didn't, I was at the lake for the whole week and then. Since I've been home, I've been trying to get my piece of shit dirt biker up and running here. So I didn't. Let's talk about this for a minute yeah, before we no, get into motocross. It needs like, to be talked about. What do you mean <sighs> the lake can like you all of a sudden you just fucking randomly go camping? Like you, it's like you never leave your house. You can never find a babysitter. Your bikes are always broken, and then all of a sudden I'm oh I'm going fucking camping, guys. Like whoa, okay, just. Like you were allowed to leave the house all of a sudden? Yeah. Like, I want some okay, I, I always get babysitters, first of all. Because <laughs> you guys say we're <laughs> going to do a podcast. Text messages, that's not how the text messages well, seem to sound. <laughs> eventually. You guys say we're going to do a podcast at three, and then you text me at two and say, let's do this. So I don't have a babysitter lined up yet. So I have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it takes some time, but it was it was a good time. Uh, no service at the beach, so I was not getting texts from you guys and stuff like that. Had to do some driving to get the podcast uploaded, but... Yeah, no, that was our vacation for the summer. So. I would love, I would love to see what the beach looks like in Saskatchewan. You know what? Actually, it was really nice. It's a lake called Good Spirit Lake, and it was uh, 
it's spring fed, I guess. So the sand there is actually sand, but yeah, you're right. There's every other lake I've ever been to basically, unless you go way up North is there is no beach there. If there is a beach, it's more of a gravel road than anything, but gravel. Pit, yeah. 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 No, it was actually pretty and nice. So and they rake it with and your everything. bike. You, dude, you haven't ridden this year. Like I haven't, well, like I ride my wife's bike when I take the kids out, but, um, well, I was telling Galdi this. Blue plates on it? It's got blue plates? No, it's it's not even a motocross bike. It's a DRZ125. Which oh is my a, God, you must fucking swallow that thing. I look like a, a dog trying to fuck a football, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Kenneth. Uh, anyways, wow. with my main bike, so, well, I have two. I have a KTM 450 that I blew up two years ago, and then I have a CR125 that I blew up last year. And I decided to do my own bottom end on the bike. Did new radiators, new hoses, new everything. Got all the plas- brand new plastics. Got the tank on, got everything on, go to kickstart it, and the kickstarter wasn't engaging the motor, so it was just kind of flopping up and down. So I had to take the whole thing apart, and I guess I forgot to put a little spring in behind the kickstarter gear. There's a lot of problems here, Goldie. There's yep. a lot of problems here. <laughs> yeah. You're a teacher. Life. You're not a mechanic. You're I know. I, well, and I figured I, I have enough spare time in the summer. I should try <laughs> to do it myself, and I instantly regretted it. This is why... Ken started to want to do this podcast because he wants us to wheeze or more yeah. Galdi weasel a bike for that's, him, like a dark side that's type That's exactly deal. it. We could probably work a, a motorcycle into it next year. We, we'll, we'll work on that, Kenny. Yeah. We'll work on that. Well, that'd be good. We're yeah. starting to get some pole boys. The numbers are going up. People enjoy yeah. listening to us two idiots and then this fucking guy in the middle of Canada. <laughs> like, it's just, it's yeah. a beautiful thing. It is. Yeah, it's, it's going well. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, I'm watching Marco Dubé pull in here and this kid's hanging out the window. Look at I the just, look at, Dude, look there, at the, there he is. The, <laughs> the history, though, with Dubé in that truck right there. Jesus Who the hell is fucking racing? I thought his kid broke his wrist. At, uh, I, think it was, I think it was fractured or something. But. Right, well, I guess he's racing. Remember when Dubé won the championship with the no seat here? No, he called, he got second overall in the championship. Oh, Dubok won it, but he, oh, he went on to yeah. second with no seat yeah. in the number 18 CRS Suzuki. 2000. 2000, yeah. All right, let's move into Loretta's. What yeah. do we think? What do you think yeah. of uh, Canadians? Uh, well, I mean, when it fucking rained, everybody decided to ride. It seemed that I way. Guess. Yeah. I don't know. I watched, I tried to watch as much as I could. Um, it was hard to time things. So it was with a huge, that was the biggest rain delay in the history of that event. I think the one day was like nine hours. Um, yeah. Poor, the weather was just brutal. They got just hammered down there. So that sucked. But yeah, man, like Preston Massiangelo getting a fourth. Uh, Talamadalia getting a, a second. I think he got a third, but he, or no, he got a third. Second. Sorry. No, he got second. a second. Second. And yeah. Evan Stewart got a third. And then the second place got docked. So I think he got second in a mud moto. Um, Parker uh, Hat. Um, Parker Hat in the mud gets off on the podium. Third. So. Yeah. Pretty freaking sick for them. Uh, Brandon McClarty did pretty good. Uh, Keanu Kurtz was okay. Shelby Rimple uh, was like 12th at the end of it all, I think. Um, I think Brandon McClarty was 10th and Keanu Kurtz was 12th. Massey Angelo was like 12th, I think, too, even with a fourth in the moto. But I'd say it was one of the better uh, performances. Tyler Kirby had a bit of a rough go. Uh, this Janice, Janice kid, he's like, I think he's from Ontario, but I have no idea who he is. Uh, he was in 250C, 450C. Didn't he did okay? He's uh, Manitoba. Manitoba. Oh, was he Manitoba? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. I, he was sponsored by someone. I thought was an Ontario sponsor. But I could have got that wrong. Um, I don't think I missed anybody else. I, but yeah, you know what? It was cool to watch. The biggest event in the world, as far as eyes on it for amateur racing. Uh, there was a good crop of Canadians, and everybody kind of had their little moment. It seemed, and but it was pretty wild that almost the first motos of all of them were just kind of a wash. And then the rain came in and washed the event away. 
and the Canadians all showed up. Mm. Um, I don't know where that came from because when I have a fucking mud race at AMO, those suckers don't want to ride. I don't know what it's like <laughs> in BC, and I don't like where it's anywhere else. But man, when the the, the mud came down there, new all the boys showed up. And well, no, and I guess what I was gonna say is like if you look at the overall results, like Parker Hat got eighth overall in what I don't even know what class it was, that but was he ten, went ten to eleven limited because it was the ten, same as Allen. Yeah, so he's like. Uh, 14 29 three for eight overall you know what i mean like they were wild results but i mean i guess my point is is that i think that if it was dry they're like the the first motos kind of showed where the boys really stood and the girls too and and that's really where it was the rest of it i mean yeah you got to ride the mud to do well um but talon uh talent gets that second in the mud moto and then his bike blows up in the last moto so that obviously wasn't in his favor in that one class but uh just to see the canadians on the podium it's fucking cool i i guess that's my point is yeah. regardless of how you get up there um it's really cool if you had told me and, and co- i'm close to parker hat and his family if, if you had told me that he was going to get a podium at loretta's in, in 2023 i would have said there's no chance and his his family would agree with me but Mud is the great equalizer, and he he rode awesome. I mean, that's that's great, and he got to go up on the stage for an eighth overall. Um, but I think overall, like like I said, the mud is what it is. But it was probably better than it's been in the years past, right? Same with Angelo getting a fourth in a moto, but yeah. his previous motos weren't great. You know what I mean? Uh, um, even take Noah Viney. I guess we can kind of relate that yeah. a little bit. I mean, he had some up and downs and and whatnot but he did have some really good motos so um yeah interesting to see but i would say probably uh hat's dad was telling me this morning i saw him at the campground they were down to 10 minute motos at the end of it because they were trying to fit fit this thing in right he said he said the biggest like debacle was their like the moto the gate drops and the moto before them's going and they don't even have time to stage because it goes so quick, yeah. right? Like they yeah. were short motos. Um, I'm a little surprised bit of a... they were doing a bit of a cram because they they have the Sunday. Yeah, like, but they, the, the, the way they that don't it rolls like in... rolling it over. They don't, and that's what I was always told. Like yeah. a couple of years, I've gone there to work and stuff. I always said, "Why do we end this on a Saturday? Like you got the whole day on Sunday." But they don't seem to want to do that. I don't. I don't know what the reasoning is or or whatnot, but. Um, yeah, because they have it, but they were down. Uh, Brad Hat told me ten minute motos. Yeah, which, crazy it on was... that track in the mud. What what would that be? Four laps, maybe yeah. four. four well, no, ish? I think they, yeah. I don't think there was a green white checker. So yeah, the minimum would have been four. It four had to laps, have been four. Yeah. It would have been green white checker. Um, but yeah, and they cut the track too. I don't know if you noticed there. No, I didn't. No, when they did the finish line and he went over that tunnel instead of going yeah. right down across the start and then by the by the hero board. Yeah. By the, uh, and then by the mechanic show, they just went straight like down into the first turn, basically. Okay. Uh, the two, some of those motors, so. the two highlights for me, besides obviously the Canadians getting the podiums, uh, I'll take that aside. Uh, I really enjoyed the video of the 50 dads carrying the bikes to the start line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that made my fucking back sore. And yeah, that's probably something I would do. Um, and the second highlight was the pws the gate drops and they make it yeah i saw that 20 one. feet yeah. <laughs> they don't go any further yeah it looks like it, it was like they had velcro on their tires yeah. can you imagine sure. galdi like, galdi you've done loretta's you've done loretta's you know the cost uh you know the sacrifice in a sense like 
you imagine going all the way there and your kids uh, on a like you'd fucking lose your mind. Like you'd yeah. you'd blow a gasket. Yep. I to be honest with you, I when you look at it that way and you obviously can't control the weather and you're a promoter mm. thing, I don't think that class should be a part of that event. I, I when you PW. That perfect PW, it should no, not be I, a part of that event. Like it can't yeah. it just showcase right there, it can't even move at all. With that that isn't it that is not a race bike. That no. is not a racing class, that, that kind of thing. That's just, again, that's an objective look at it now, seeing what you saw. But yeah. also, if they take that class out, that allows them, that gives them another hour a day almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Another did you see hour the, a day. Did you see the kid that, that raced with no boots on? The oh, yeah. boots fell off in the mud. So I was laughing for whatever, for whatever reason. I thought that was super cool that the kid did this. It was just like fucking dire because. You know as well as I know. Well, my kid definitely wouldn't fucking race with no boots on. He'd be, he'd be crying. But it was weird. As soon as that video came out, I saw Popcom post it. You cannot ride a motorcycle at Popcom Motor Park with no boots on. It was really <laughs> weird. I was like, what the just fuck? timing. Yeah, I know. But anyway, wow, that's um, interesting. But that was pretty wild. That the kid, the the PW kid, obviously his boots were too big. They just stuck in the mud but yeah um, like when i, I agree with you on the pw class like i don't know that's not a national bike that's not a racing dirt bike that's not a racing no, bike I they agree. haven't that bike is the same bike since what 19 oh, i had one when i was a kid <laughs> i had one when i was a kid too man it was probably an 81 or two or something like that yeah. Yeah. and yeah i don't know i just you look at it like that the way that that's something i feel like they missed the boat on like the modernizing of that event gas that class yeah, gas it yeah, i agree give that extra hour into track maintenance and and scheduling and all that kind of crap and around the uh you know you've got your four to six or seven to eight um and then you can add because they don't even have like a gp right new they a, a 50 kid rides there you ride one class like if you're four yeah, to well, six or or right it's micro well, no, there's limited though i don't i don't i don't yeah it's super confusing yeah, down there i, yeah, I definitely I think that we've got a better viewpoint on that kid side of thing looking yeah, at it but but anyway, yeah, I would I would say gas that class. But you know, congrats to the Canadians. Yeah, that's absolutely. the biggest event. It's something that you can you, you knock off your bucket list. I've been a guy that's been hard on that before, but like, why go if you're going down there for thirtieth and this and that? And then I went and I was one of those guys, and I'm like, you know what? There's a cool story. Well, it wasn't a very cool story. It's the worst fucking week of my life. But uh, ten thousand dollars out of my pocket, out of my own personal pocket, you'll never get that back. But I've got a fucking thing on my you wall. How it was that year? The oh, year you God, did it was so. Hot, and the, and the, it rained so much that it was like a hot tub walking around the pits. All the puddles were <laughs> fucking really? four four feet deep, three feet deep, and it was like hot. a hot tub because yeah. it was so hot. It was just gross, and I just my kids were young. I got diapers everywhere, and my old my old lady got greased with Josh Hill and Ricky Carmichael at the bar. I didn't even get to party with them. <laughs> Generators are seasoned, and oh fuck, I get, it was awful. I just watched my kid hit your kid with a stick. Nice, <laughs> but they, yeah, and then which one? Kid, Little one? Uh, yeah, Bennett and punch Bowen. him out, Bennett. Punch <laughs> him out. Oh, here comes Jake. Jake to the rescue. He's coming oh, over. Yeah. Fold him. Anyways, uh, yeah. Wait, I, half my time, last, uh, oh, my, sorry, my last takeaway from Loretta's. Did anybody get sprayed with that skunk that ran through the? No kidding, room? right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I don't think anybody did because nobody ever said that on any of the videos or anything, right? That skunk just came to chill. Oh, I know. Yeah. All right, a little halftime reads. Big thanks. Shout out to AMORacing.com, um, my company here in Ontario, running races. 
I'll put a little bit of money into things and I'll be taking all the money that we have garnered because you guys don't do fuck all during the week. So, um, <laughs> well, besides putting that transformer line in today. Yeah. Oh, fuck the work you did today. I'm surprised you're not sleeping right now. Um, and then, of course, um, races that win poured in. Renegade Fuel, big supporters of ours. Blake Hall, Hall Race Fuels. Um, the passion to prove it right behind all race fields. They'll have a big huge setup this week at Transcan. So if you're on the property and listen to this, make sure you find them, get the best fuel to put in your bike. Noof puts it in his bikes all the time. And he is a, uh, a 30, a, uh, second place at the TVR TVR, a, uh, uh, uh champion. Winner. Yeah. Or is a champion? They probably a champion from that race. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, make sure concept Canada. And if you got another big week ahead of you. Yeah, big week here at Transcan. Uh, have a setup over by the Extreme Toys rig right, right uh, next to it. We'll have some product on display. Um, have some giveaways. Uh, yeah, some freebies on the table. But, uh, yeah, big thanks to those boys. Renthal, Matrix, uh, Works Connection, Strider, Mobius, 100%. Um, yeah, all leading brands in their categories. And uh, we'll have lots of top riders here. Uh, this week, obviously, um, chasing championships on a reverse track. And you're unaware that you have a track walk to do tomorrow? Uh, yeah, no, that's on the Atlas <laughs> Brace side. They don't pay uh, oh. this pod. They don't pay gotcha. this pod, so I wasn't going to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also a war- and an award, too, that we give out, but I wasn't going to bring that up. Gotcha. But they aren't part of Matrix Concepts Canada, is it not? Uh, yeah, it's in a sense, but separate identity. I feel like you're going to get a letter from the boss. <laughs> or he, don't, he doesn't listen to this anyway. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah. Fucking guy. He doesn't even give yeah. a shit about his buddies trying to yeah. promote the sport and sell his oh, product yeah. for him. What a guy. Yeah. Uh, what's next on the list, Kenny? I hear um, lots of kids crying at their new. <laughs> well, yeah, that's my kid. Randy's yelling at Bowen because he hit fucking Bennett with a stick. So, all right. Well, He'll be buddies at her again in a couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess maybe just talk about um, how, the, how the series has shaken out so far. So, Galdi, last podcast we did you talked about how you figured uh Ryder McNabb and Dylan Wright had a good chance of wrapping up the title in the first motos coming up here I would be uh, a pretty silly man if I didn't bet on that at all for sure I think uh one's got 33 and one's got 43 I can't remember which one it is yeah 45 uh, Dylan has 45 and Ryder has 33 yeah 33 that's what it is yeah so I I would uh if I'm a bet man and uh, both of those guys absolutely fly at this place, no matter if it's frontwards, backwards, upside down, fucking sideways. <laughs> they have been, been at this place, uh, been fastest place since they've ever started cross passes. Remember that, uh, new, f- I think it might've been the first year you started helping the team and Dylan Wright was on the 10. He's like, I'm just gonna, I'm going to go win today. I think it was number yeah, 12, 2018, when he was number 12, 2018, when, he was, yeah. when he was number 12, right? Like he's, they have, they both have a uh, super good confidence here. Feel good about it all. So, um, I, I definitely feel like they're going to wrap it up, which is cool for the teams and cool for the for them uh, themselves. Right? They can kind of go into that final moto with a bit of uh, no stress and ease uh, kind of thing. And I'm still yet to see if someone does wrap this up. And I've always said that I would have done it, but I never was in a position to win a championship. Uh, 40A uh, doesn't count. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, I feel like as a super, I'm, I'm, I'm a smart ass guy. I like, you know, poking the fun, grinding the gears. But if I was a guy and I had the championship wrapping for the second moto, I would be just, I don't know. I just, I would be sitting back and saying, fuck it. I'm good. I'm going to have a beer boys. I'm going to go down the line. I'm going to give you a fist bump. 
say I beat you and I beat you and I beat you and I beat you and then I got a shotgun a beer and then I beat you and I beat you and I beat you. I mean, Ryder Gnab obviously can't do that, but Dylan Wright can. I, I'm these guys are way more professional than I am, but I've always wanted to see someone do something like that. Yeah. Well, they're they're sure not shy to uh, do that after the moto when they get out the. Remember the at the GDR rig that year when Dylan won and he had the what what do you call those massive bottles? Um, Texas Mickey. Oh yeah. Oh. Texas Mickey of vodka, right? Porner. Oh God. Yeah, that was. He was a that puddle. Was a, yeah, it was not good. <laughs> Yeah, it was not it was good. an absolute puddle. I remember that. That was when Fasciotti won the championship, right? No, Dylan. Yeah, no, they won both, right? It was. Uh, Dylan, oh, that's right. He won yeah, a little. Dylan one, won yeah. two fifty, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and Fasciotti won his last championship, right? That yeah. was uh, that was a big. That was yes. a big night. That was a big. Basically, night. had to like he was like a dead body put in the back of a side by side. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. for sure. But again, hey, they—that's what you win championships. You get to enjoy it, right? Relish in it. If any kid or parents listen to this, oh my god, I can't believe they would do such a thing. Yeah. Okay. When well, you're human too, they're human. You celebrate, all right. You when you put that much kind of effort and work that goes into these things, and all the money and the hours and the sacrifices and all that stuff, you get a little celebration at the uh, at that last checkered flag, and so uh, I- well done. So I just spent the last week at Gopher Dunes, and of course, Ryder McNabb is based out of there, which is kind of bizarre in a sense because obviously he's not on the team anymore. But uh, Dylan was there also teaching the camp and got to spend some time with both of those boys. And I mean, they're calm, cool, and collected. I mean, 33 points. I mean, fuck, something would really have to go bad on Ryder's side. And yeah, and let me ask you this, Noof Did he even know? how many points he has or anything? No, he does, but it was funny. <laughs> he was sitting around me, Brad, Coral, and Ryder were sitting around on Friday morning, um, just shooting the shit, having a coffee. And Dylan, Ken, what's Dylan got again? 40, 45, 45. And so we were just, we were just fucking with Ryder a little bit. I'm like, Hey, how many points does Ryder or does Dylan need to cleanse the championship? He's like, I have no idea. I'm like, well, he has 45 points and 50 wins it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So what does he got to finish in the first moto? He's like, I don't know, fifth? He doesn't <laughs> even know the point structure. <laughs> he doesn't even know the point structure. So clearly, if he doesn't know the point structure on Dylan's end, he wouldn't know what the point structure is on his end. But, yeah. uh, hey, I know you didn't listen to they knew, but Ken, did you listen to the Duroy interview, the KTM yep. one? Yeah, I listened to it yesterday. Did you hear him talking about him, Ryder losing his phone? Uh, he's like, oh yeah, he lost his phone when we first started talking. And he's like, hey, you, you can't oh, yeah. call me. You gotta, you gotta call my girlfriend. I don't have a phone. <laughs> like, he just like, he's just like, I don't have a phone, man. You gotta call my girlfriend's number. And I, I don't know. Yeah, and it was funny because like we're we were talking about the points and like championship and everything, and then two seconds later we look over to the big like uh, tree that has a dirt pile around it, and then riders in the dirt playing with Bowen building dirt bike track. So it was like, <laughs> all right. Uh, Okay, we're good. Yeah. He's still a kid at heart, right? So yeah. he just goes out there and rides his dirt bike and um and whatnot. But I mean something crazy would have to happen in practice qualifying um whatever for those guys not to wrap this up in the first moto. Yeah. There are many storylines that have done that sort of thing where it's happened, but uh, I I I I'd be be pretty hard pressed for anything to go wrong and uh, the way that the season's gone and stuff like that for sure. And uh, in that interview again, talking about it, remember boy, I, I tweeted you guys about it. So he actually does have an exemption. If he were to stay in Canada next year, he could ride the two fifty class. Yeah. So well, how that, 
how it reads. I kind of read it wrong. You get an exemption if you're under 18 the year of you're winning that second title. Okay, yeah. That you're right. That's how it reads, not if you're 18 as of the next year, right? Uh so if you're so he's 17, he turns 18 uh, in November, I think it is. And um he okay. actually has <laughs> he has the opportunity if it were to come down to so anyway, there's I, I believe he might be the first racer in Canada to have this many options um once this final checker flag waves is coming this coming weekend. I don't know, Neef, if you ever if you can remember somebody like this, this young yeah. that age, like the options are almost endless. Yeah. Um, for what Roderick he wants to do or what he can yeah. do. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, I think what he wants or what Brad and the family and the objective wants obviously is America, mm-hmm. but they can obviously have the, the fallback, which sucks to sort of say the fallback being Canadian, he can go, there's two class options. Yeah. And yeah. I want to say that the paycheck is probably going to go up. Right, they they're gonna have to pay if they want to, yeah. especially if it's the two fifty option. If he takes the four fifty, maybe it's obviously not as much. I don't, you know, Newfie you might know a little bit more ins and outs with that, but um, it's just kind of cool, I think, to be in that driver's seat. Right? You know what I mean? I well, I think the pay, I think the pay option would go up regardless of what whatever class you would do, but I don't see him going to a four fifty no matter what, just because of his age and the end goal, right? Like he doesn't want. He doesn't want to be here next next year or the year after or the year after that, right? So why would he move to a 450? Yeah. I think uh, he's got to go three years. He's got to go go away for three years and come back when he's 21. Three years. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he, he stays that, if he goes. I don't know how that but, looks. Yeah. But I, I think at the looks, end of the right? day, guys, I think we're the elephant in the room here is is Supercross. I mean, if he wants to get something That's more what, and I – He's got to, yeah, he's got to get the hell out of here, like literally right after Motocross of Nations when that's over and go to whether it's California or whether it's wherever, but he needs to hire somebody yeah, that can teach him how to fucking ride Supercross. Well, that's what I'm saying. Three years. This winter, yeah. it's you do the futures, get your feet wet, and you ride nothing but okay. Supercross. And then once you're a month before round one of Hangtown or Pala, whatever it is. You get back on MX, you ride the whole series. When that series is done, you're right back to Supercross, and yeah. you're going to A1 or whatever if you're East or West. So right? How much How much money does Ryder make this year? All said and done, win the championship, his bonuses. What do you think it is? 100 grand? Uh, yeah, 110, 120. Okay, call it 100 grand. Take 75 of that or 50 of that and go hire. Who would you hire, Goldie or Ken? Um, well, he, I think he's got, uh, with the whole Myrtle thing, he's got an indigo. What is it? What's it called? The, the dog pound or whatever, where the Lawrence's yeah. are. I think you go there and you hire a burner. Yeah. Burner. That's a good one. Yeah. I think. Yep. And burner. Hire teaches burner. Yep. You go there and you just, you watch them ride and you hire a burner to fucking train you mm-hmm. from the ground up. Cause from literally, up. I mean, you, <laughs> you saw him try to ride Canadian supercross a couple of years ago after basically yeah. battling for that championship down to the wire. He came up short, and he fucking was not great at it. Uh, and Burner, he's got a good little track record. Like Dylan, mm-hmm. uh, he helped Dylan and Piccolo, and mm-hmm. his, mm-hmm. I think you would, would whatever the cost would be, hire you hire Burner, and then you're at the facility watching Jet and Hunter and Hymas, and um, I'm trying to think well, of the other guys. Cost? What does that cost for a winner? Oh, that's got to be that's got to be sixty to seventy G's just on that part there for four months, six five months. But oh, wow. it's got the investment to go to the next level, though. It yeah. has to be. 
in his in his position it has to be right like that includes you know the track and and your bike parts and your i think like all that stuff like yeah so so coming into 2024 he's racing futures then this year this coming year yes yes you do all the futures this year every single one of them like there's and then you line up for then you line up at round one at Paula. You do the full outdoor series or wherever it starts. You do the full outdoor series, like you said, and then back to the grind on Supercross. Now he's got two seasons yeah. of prep, and then fucking Anaheim one or Indy or whatever it is. Yeah, or or you wait to do the East. He's nineteen. Year. He's nineteen. Do, yeah, and you do the East that that in twenty twenty four you do the East, so you give yourself another what is it month and a half. Yeah, yeah, he's nineteen, and it's still not too late, right? No, yeah. no, yeah. so. That's, I think that's the only uh, way you can really I... expect success, right? To to get at least that much practice and training and all that well, kind I of mean, stuff. I mean, right? like you know, if you know this, like this, to, to be those guys and be at that level, yeah. like it's it's fucking it's relentless and endless. Like there's so you're just nothing. So Lucas but. Myrtle, Lucas Myrtle's listening to this. Just fucking do what we just said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we'll take we'll take five percent. <laughs> yeah, only five, only five. When when do uh, like American kids? When do they start riding Supercross normally? Fucking when, nowadays, probably when they're on a P dub. Yeah. <laughs> well, look at the Deegan. Look at the Deegan program. Uh, they're all getting on it early enough. If if there's you know these rich families or families that go to facilities, all these facilities are now building a tame down Supercross track, like a like a Future West Arena Cross style track outdoors. Okay. Yeah. Right. Lower lower transitions just to get used to it. Like think about it this way. All our best ever Canadian Supercross racers, minus JSR and Cole Thompson, were all born on the West Coast, yep. cutting their teeth on old Al Dick Arena Cross Series and Future West Arena Cross Series. Darcy Lange, Kyle Beaton, Colton Fasciotti, Dusty Klatt, um, Jacob Piccolo, Jess Pettis. Like these kids that have that skill to know how a transition goes, how the bike's going to float, where you need to drop it to make sure you get the pop for the next one, a yeah. whoop section, and just getting that confidence, right? Like I honestly feel like Blake Davies has an opportunity that way because he's young enough and yeah. he's been able to get in that system. Like I, that, you know, uh, we're going to have that, that series late in the fall. It's only two rounds. And hopefully it gets growing again. But, and then with World Supercross opening up, like the opportunities, I think, for these young kids to get a little more developed earlier on in the supercross side of things is going to be emphasized and more important if you want to get yourself elevated in outside of our Canadian mode. Like we have a great series, you can make some money. Dylan Wright's proof in it right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Make some money, you can do that kind of thing, and you don't have to be great at supercross. But if you're a young kid coming through the ranks who are gonna see a hundred and or two hundred kids this week that have the ability and the skill set to maybe move to the next level. If you got a chance to go and ride smaller Supercross tracks or Arena Cross series, and you want to see the big picture, that's something you got to start thinking of. Okay, what um, what else do we got? Yeah, Goldie. Yeah, man, great job. Yeah, way to go, right? Yeah, we. I'll cook you. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, one last thing that we could bring up, obviously, uh, Motocross Nations team. Uh, New, if I think that's the best team, and it might be. I mean, you can get in these arguments, but that might be the best team uh, that we've had in a long time. Um, if everybody's fit and fit and ready to go into it, I have, I have lots of confidence in those guys being able to be pretty close or better than the best result we've ever had. Although, although it seems like every other country now is also sort of turning the tide to have their best teams ever, you know, like there's this, there's this little bit of shot of, of enthusiasm into the MX of nations again, right? 
Last year was a team or a year of a lot of B teams, right? That was no secret of that, like a lot of the other countries. Um, what year was it? It was it was JSR Morgan Clad. I think that was our best ever finish, right? Like in the uh, Lira, two thousand four Lira. Yeah, that was a fucking solid team, and I mean, well, I I actually think our wasn't our, I think our best finish was the Bud's Creek. Didn't we get eighth? Yeah, Colton uh, Morgan JSR. Yeah, I think they got eight Colton that year. Just, and Colton was just a hero that day on the 250. Oh, he was amazing. He went like 10, 13 yeah, or something. No, a hero. I was there. I was there that day. And uh, the team would have even done better than that. But Blair destroyed his ankle in the first moto. And so they had to throw his <clears throat> second Blair. moto score out, which they would have probably thrown a Colton moto out. But uh, the Lear li- beer that is big reference wise is because Clat Hole shot a moto. That's right. Yeah. And Morgan got a sixth in a moto. Yep. Uh, JSR was yeah, around the nine tens at motos. Like they yeah. just had really good. But I, I want to say that they were like tenth or eleventh. I, I think Bud's Creek they got eighth that year. I think that's the best ever. Mm. There, were, there might be an argument out there back in the day with like Harden Ross and somebody. They had like somebody got a fifth in a moto back then. And but it's hey, like what, before. What the, place did the team get uh, when Benoit was the hero there and? Um, in Italy, Italy, uh, yeah. matter no in uh, Majora, right? Majora, yeah. Majora. Yeah. what like yeah. what place did we get that year? I think they ended up like twelfth or something. But he was it? like he was like eighth. No, I, remember he led the quali against yeah. him and Cairoli battled it out for a bit, and yeah, it was fucking amazing. Who was the who was the the who was the team that year? Uh, Madags oh, and Moffenmeyer was two fifty. Yeah, yeah, Moff, yeah. yeah. yeah, Moff, yeah. Moff and Madags, I think it was that year. But no, I agree, Goldie. This is the best team that we can send um, with everybody healthy. I mean, there's no question. Pettis is riding freaking awesome. He's he keeps getting better, and we've seen we've seen that. Ken Ken Wooden, he doesn't come to the races anymore. But um, <laughs> and I think that we have a more mature McNabb. I mean, that was the question mark last year. McNabb got sent to Red Bud, and that was, I mean, you were there. I was there. I was part of the team. You weren't, but. Uh, I was there. You were there. McNabb wasn't there. McNabb wasn't there, no. Um, But I think that that's changed, obviously. Um, I think on the track side, I think this track will really suit a Pettis um, and a McNabb. And then we're going to get the heart and the grit and everything that Dylan has to offer. He'll adapt. You know what I mean? So, yeah. No, I, um, I'm uh, I'm excited. Like I said, just other than the fact that a lot of the other countries seem like they're all doing – they all getting their best teams yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah um, it should be a good one. Kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I, mean, I, also, I won't be there. I'll be watching. What, I'm sure Newt going to go. So I'm going. Yeah, I was yeah. told this week that I'm going, so I'm pretty stoked. But another – kind of cool team thing that i've noticed over the last week because obviously the guy's known for not a super long time but i think they've all kind of got the hint that they're going obviously mcnab and Wright are buddies and hang out and you know they they're buddy they're good friends yeah but pettis and dylan have showed more what's the word camaraderie on the yeah. podium the last couple of weeks yeah uh, shaking hands after the motos, even though they're battling out to the death. I really think that these guys have the right mindset to come together and just freaking kill this thing. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know if you saw a but, uh, I want to say it was Tuesday, the practice day at ECAN. 
Dylan was under the KTM tent just shitting with Jess, shooting the shit. Yeah, uh, well, because I think they knew, right? Like they yeah. knew that, and and obviously we go re uh, rewind back to Calgary. There was no shaking hands or uh, talking. No, back what then. the fuck's your problem? What <laughs> yeah. the fuck's your problem? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a motorcycle going uh, pretty fast through the pits with me on the back was not yeah. uh, middle finger throw. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I think that's cool, and I. I think that both Jess and Dylan can can really, I don't know, bro down's the wrong word, but yeah, be be teammates for this. And I and I also love the fact that KTM's got two riders, so they're gonna have you know their crew, and we're gonna send the GDR crew. And I, I really think it will be a be a top notch effort. I really do. So are you you are you making sandwiches, or are you going in and replace? Are you team manager like type type team manager GDR role guy? I'm going just, GDR roll guy. Yeah, you're, no, I'm you're, not making sandwiches. No. You're washing Dylan's underwear and gear and shit. I'm just there on the GDR side of things. I, I like it. I, I, I like that. I like it. Randy's not happy. I'm going though. Oh well, that means then I'm going to put a stamp on it right now that you're not going to stay like either. <laughs> no, I'm going. When is it? The weekend after? Weekend after. <laughs> I need a lot of time off come the fall. <laughs> you're not. You're getting fired for sure from your regular job. So you better hope this podcast starts taking off. <laughs> Ken, you need an assistant teacher out there in Saskatchewan. Uh, we actually are looking for one. Yeah. I yeah. would not to do. Yeah, don't end up like me. <laughs> Uh, last thing we could touch on before we get going, boys, is uh, Newf, you kind of brought it up before the show. Uh, Dylan is in for both Buds and Iron Man, you said? Yep, yep. So that's pretty cool. I know Sam Gaynor is trying to get into Iron Man. I, I'm not sure how he was uh, getting some word this week. They've been digging on it. Um, and I think Ryder McNabb is trying to as well. I don't know if it's Combine or Pro. I don't fucking know. But it'd be nice to just see him ride the Pro Motos. What about um, T-Dags? T-Dags doing anything? or uh, There's probably a GNCC somewhere or something. I saw he did FMSQ with Harrison on the weekend or something. Can like you that. fucking believe that? <laughs> <laughs> like, who on their off weekend goes and does a three-hour fucking yeah. race in Quebec? Yeah. And he he led the whole time, crashed out on the last lap or something like that. And Harrison's know. bike broke, too. He was running, like, seventh or something. And his, or not bike broke. He ran out of gas. He put it like, on his Why Instagram. would you even want to fucking do that? Like, why <laughs> would you even want to do that? Like, there's not one part of me ever that is like, I'm going to go and do that for three hours and stuff. But, hey, man, yeah. fucking hats off, boys. That's just I not... love it that Harrison's drank in the full oh, Kool-Aid yeah. of T-Dags. Like, he yeah. he could end up being, like, the new T-Dags up here. I don't see Harrison leaving this series anytime soon. He, uh, he it's it's pretty wild. It is yeah. pretty wild, man. Like, full enduro guy, true, like, I, I I'm born in America and I want to live in Truro, Nova Scotia. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Like, yeah, Michigan, like, Michigan born, California raised, moves to Truro, Nova Scotia. Like, what talk about yeah, total opposites, right? But pretty freaking crazy for sure. Um, yeah, it should be wild for sure. Can we see William Creed. I mean, he did. Does he do the last two? I mean, he did the. He did what? What round did he do? Oh, Red Bud, Red Bud, or whatever. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the the only issue with the last rounds is that they're busy. They're busy, right? So they do have a limit of how many people yeah, can get. Yeah, because we said Devin Smith, right? Devin Smith. Got oh yeah, that's right. From the first one, because he bought the license and everything like that, and um, yeah, hopefully he gets in for Ironman. It's like a little bit of a bucket list for him and Troy. I mean, not saying that it's the be all end all, but um, Troy had told me fuck we're out here let's do the last two nationals whatever it costs we're we're heading that way anyways to go home and he got 
rejected or whatever, which is kind of a bummer, but it is, it does boil down to totem pole type stuff. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Well, they'd look at the resume, they look at the times going, but I thought that sometimes you get a bit more of a, a pass because you're international, international, but yeah, I guess, uh, but like I said, look, there's, there's probably five to 10 kids coming out of Loretta's trying to do it. Yeah. Right out of the A classes, and then there there are international guys now. There's guys coming back to race it to get into that SMX. Yeah, right. Your Colt Nichols and your fucking Rocks and yeah. I think Rocks and Mathis announced Rocks is not doing them now, but but you know all those kinds of things. So obviously those guys Trump are Canadian, I guess. I don't know. Um, so it's uh, kind of a bummer, but yeah, hopefully they get into it. That'd be a nice little bucket list for sure. I mean, uh, you're out here like Trey said. I'm out here. Might as well go and do it there, boys. Who uh, who is the who's going to step up and run Team Beta in Canada next year? Since they're already in the U.S., you got to think the next move's going to be Canada. Uh, that'll be way behind. They're, they're they're two years away for sure. They got to be. They're yeah, not, they need so. a manufacturer. They got to get a dealer program. They got to homologize, homologize, or whatever that word is. The bikes, in my opinion, I, I well, there's beta dealers. There's beta dealers up here right now. You can no, I know but they right they'll have to have a certain amount of bikes brought into oh, the country to be able to go racing. Right. Right, part of the delegation uh, rule, right? Yeah. Uh, same with Triumph. Same with the Triumph type thing. So, but they'll and then is it so on that program, Newf? There's is it a manufacturer that's going to do it, or is it going to be a dealer? I would think you'd right? see it on the dealer side. I would think you'd see it on a dealer side. But well, let me ask you this, son: What dealer right now selling Beta <laughs> or Beta is going to be like, yeah, let's go do the fucking Triple Crown series and spend a half yeah. a million dollars? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd love it. Maybe it's me because I'm going to lose my job at Matrix. So, (laughs) hi, my name is Ryan Lockhart and I love Bita. Bita. Bita, your meat. That's what you're going to be doing (laughs) if you you got no job. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about it, boys. Yeah. Trans can. Round nine. Trans can. Round eight. Round eight. Round Round eight. eight. Round eight. No, trans can before that and then round eight. And Galdi's, Ken, Galdi's extremely happy. They moved the uh, podium where he'll be uh, there for 12 hours a day, uh, yeah. five days a week. Uh, yeah. They moved it uh, at least 575 feet closer to his trailer. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's good. Now I'll be able to get treats and stuff delivered to me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. It should be a good week. Weather looks pretty decent. Maybe a little bit of rain on Friday. My kids racing some classes, and my old lady should be pretty happy, hopefully. And uh, if that's not the case, then I'll yeah, probably. She's not her. happy right now with you. I know so. she just brought the kid up to the window. They're screaming at us. They they, they just hate this part of our lives. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? They're like, "Why can't you talk to us?" Well, honey, it's not a fucking podcast, and I don't get to talk to you about racing all the time. Yeah, you can't get sponsorship for that either. No, um, <laughs> if I can find depends or um, you know some sort of other female facial cream sponsorship. Then maybe we can discuss these things. Until those yeah. points, sorry, honey, I love you, but I can't talk to you this long. <laughs> and if Brett Lee's, if Brett Lee's listening to this podcast, the grass looks great. Oh, I can't believe you let all these people drive around it though. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, guys with <laughs> muddy wheels on side by side. Oh shit! All right, big shout out KTM Canada, Husqvarna Canada, Gas Gas Canada, Bristol Coachworks, Race Tech Suspension, Charlie Johnson Racing, and of course CallusMoto.com. Make sure. You use that CMXU code at checkout to get yourself some sick ass gear from the, the Cook crew and the Callus crew over there. Man, I appreciate those guys so much. New if you're a beauty, uh, let's go have some cocktails and hang out and start telling transcan stories. What and... place am I getting this week in plus twenty five? 
Uh, I think you're going to do all right. I think you're yeah. going to do all right. You might be battling for a title here. I don't believe that there's no, any. Oh, uh, fuck. Come on. I'm not. I don't think there's any ready. big pro. Like, T Dags isn't signed up. Uh, Liam's just getting back on the bike if he's racing at all. I don't think he's racing, man. I don't think he's in. Um, might be my last uh, title before I turn 40. And then I'm going on a run next year. I'd like to say, fuck that. I'm going to come back. But yeah, whatever. Goldie doesn't show. even bring his fucking I got bike, dude. Seven <laughs> hours on my fucking bike. You were year. just getting good, man. You hey, were just the best part good. of it, okay, I'll get a toot this horn. Ken, we started this out. What was I? It was like five or something seconds lap down. Yep. I closed that into like fucking 0.05. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Easy That's... on the 0. 0.05. Well, whatever. You better start carrying more speed because you're not going to have a job very long. So. gotta go back in uh all right boys we'll be chatting again in a week and the mx side of things will be done yep and ken ken you're flying in on thursday yeah me and mcgrath oh yeah (laughs) yeah that's right ken's bringing mcgrath in to ride oh my god i can't we gotta get some drunk texts this week going again i want some some drunk ken ideas they're fucking amazing all right boys okay all right see you guys Just a-